The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. I am so glad you are able to join us today. Our text for this podcast is from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, verse number 1 to 16. Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the foreigners of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go from here and turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith that is before the Jordan. It will be that you shall drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and lived by the brook Cherith that is before the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook. It happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there was no rain in the land. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to sustain you. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, a widow was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Please get me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. As she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please also bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. She said, As the Lord your God lives, I don't have a cake, but a handful of meal in the jar, and a little oil in the jar, and I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and bake it for my son and I, that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid, go and do as you have said, but make me first a little cake and bring it to me, and afterward make one for you and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, The jar of meal shall not empty, neither shall the jar of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sends rain on the earth. She went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house ate many days. The jar of meal didn't empty, neither did the jar of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I ask that you will inspire the sound of my voice 
so that as many that will listen to this podcast will be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, I pray that as we go through the season of drought in our life, in our world, I pray that you give us the power to overcome them so that we can come out victoriously. And I know, Father, from reading your word that those who have experienced spiritual drought in the past came out victoriously. And that shall be our portion in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Overcoming Personal Season of Drought. Overcoming Personal Season of Drought. So, what is drought? Drought is simply defined as a prolonged period of abnormally low rainfall leading to a shortage of water. Today, nearly 25% of the world's population faces a water crisis. And that's according to Science Alert. In this podcast, however, we're looking at the effect of economic drought necessitated by the 2020 global health emergency, COVID-19. COVID-19 has thrown the whole world into a season of drought and as a result most of us are experiencing a personal season of drought that we must overcome and we should overcome a lot of questions are being asked why are we having to face a pandemic like no other What is the role of God or the Creator in all this? Manpower Group, a UK recruitment firm, made the point that the outlook for UK's job is the gloomiest in almost three decades. More than 6.5 million jobs could be lost due to the economic fallout from coronavirus lockdown measures that has been taken. What kind of drought could be more devastating than this? If it were to be an environmental drought based on geography, it would be easy to manage. But this immaterial drought is clearly global and proving difficult to contain. So, in all this, how should the Christian man and the Christian woman approach and conquer its effect? This is what I am going to talk about in the next few minutes. So, my dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, Come with me as we explore the subject of overcoming personal droughts. I believe that the first place to begin any meaningful research about anything or any subject is the origin of the subject. In the same way, it's important too that we purse to reflect on the causative factor of the general and personal drought today. Of course, any suggestion that 
the origin of our present predicament is spiritual would definitely be met with opposition from the elitist scientists and even religious communities because as some of you already know science and philosophy are all about finding and providing plausible and acceptable answers to everything in our terrestrial sphere while this point of view has its merit I believe that beyond substantial science, there is also another existential dimension to the crisis we are facing. It is therefore this dimension that we are going to be considering, the spiritual dimension. Most people who are not religious do incidentally believe in the spiritual realm. This is simply because every human being consists of the body, the soul, and the spirit, and therefore we cannot dissociate this dimension from each other, being that spirituality is an intrinsic reverential response to something significantly sacred that is generally experiential and not taught. Once this notion of spirituality is understood, it would help us all to appreciate more and pay rapt attention to our supernatural environment. Now, the point I'm making today is that God orchestrated our personal and collective droughts. And yes, God is a good God, even though he permitted evil things to happen in our world. To believe otherwise is to discount and discredit the sovereignty of God, the Creator, as all-powerful, all-knowing, which is not the case as He is all and even beyond all the applicable attributes known to man. God is supreme, regardless of what happened. One of the issues we continue to deal with is the problem of evil. Why does a supposedly good God permit evil to happen in the first place? My dear brothers and sisters, while we are still to find the answers to this valid question, you and I can do ourselves a favor by recognizing God our Creator as supreme and be rest assured that He is in absolute control of everything and above all, He is able to help us overcome our personal drought, no matter how vicious they may be. Once we appreciate the origin of our personal or collective droughts, then we will begin to try and understand what we can benefit from the experience instead of dwelling on the obvious doom and gloom that characterizes the crisis we face. To simply put, in our hour of darkness, we look out for the silver lining in the sky above. This is because God, our God, uses droughts to highlight some kinds of sin and bring to our attention. Wow. Most of you listening to this podcast today would have had special times during the lockdown to reflect on your lives and what is really important and maybe uh, made some kind of positive resolution about life in its entirety.
And this can only be a good thing. I believe that this hypothetical drought has rearranged our world for good and forever. For the child of God, it is so easy to see the clever manipulation of the enemy as we observe generation after generation gradually turning their hearts away from God. The statistics are alarming. Just as we are experiencing personal drought, the Church of God is experiencing severe moral erosion as a result of the drought too. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. The church has subtly turned her attention to serving other gods and worshipping them as if they are the one true God who loves us enough to send Jesus Christ to die in our place. The Almighty God is now in competition with the sport, film, and other entertainment industries. Our main text today, 1 King chapter 17 verse 1 to 16, paint a succinct picture of what it was like in the days of God's prophet Elijah. However, prior to chapter 17, we see precisely in verse 30 of 1 King chapter uh, 16 that King Ahab did in the sight of the Lord more evil than all the kings that ruled Israel before him. What a compliment to be attributed to any living human being or dead. So you see that the cause of the national drought in Elijah's time was as a result of the abysmal performance of King Ahab that orchestrated the move of God to permit the drought to engulf the nation of Israel. What exactly were the reasons for the anger of God? Again, we are told that King Ahab took pleasure in sin by establishing altars to foreign gods. He married an unbelieving wife by the name of Jezebel, who undoubtedly influenced his godly sense of judgment and had his heart turned away from the one true God. I have pointed out earlier how our generation have turned away from the one true God to other gods and that the church has also have systematically turned away and focused its attention on other things. Our church has become a sacramental empty shells of religiosity and Hollywood themed worship that leaves the spiritual craving of people empty so that we need revival now more than ever. This status quo has resulted in a great personal spiritual drought such that it translates into the wider society. The church that should have been the light to the path of the rest of the world now walks in absolute darkness. COVID-19 provides us 
probably a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to calibrate and return to the right path with God the Creator. The interesting aspect of our key text today is the fact that remnants would always survive any onslaught on our common existence because the church is a special unit of God's creation and must survive in order to fulfill the mission of God on earth. And you, my brothers and sisters, are so privileged to be a part of this army of ordinary people but we must determine to obey God's simple instruction. Only and only then can we overcome our personal droughts. Once Elijah had made his pronouncement as directed by God, that's in 1 King chapter 17 verse 1. As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Friends, notice that Elijah was not to be exempted from the catastrophe that was to come against the nation. However, in the catastrophe he would be provided for if he but obey simple instruction, which he of course did as we learned from reading the account. The prophet was given a spiritual satellite navigation system that would lead him to the place of his survival, a place called Brook Cherith. There he would have water to quench his thirst and sustain him and not only that, an unlikely special Uber Eats system had been arranged to have his food delivered each day for the nourishment of his body for the task ahead of him. Elijah, instead of mourning, enjoyed his lockdown, slept and reflected on his task and even when his supply ran out and the inherent human character of complaint kicked in, God still made yet another special arrangement this time with a widow who was desperately preparing her last meal for herself and her son before they died. As a result of personal and collective droughts. But God is so merciful. God sent them hope, she and her son, by the way of the prophet. They cooked and ate what was available. God multiplied them. God blessed and multiplied the handful of flour and a little uh, olive oil and it sustained not only Elijah but also the widow and her son. Wow. Praise be to the name of the Lord because God is looking after you. God is searching for you so that he can help you, so that he can make you overcome. My dear friends in Jesus Christ, I don't know the nature of your personal drought today, but here is one thing I am sure of. God's word says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He will supply your needs, not your want. No matter what your circumstances are today, God is able, God is well able to sustain you as he did Elijah and his host because 
because he is the master of the universe and he is the master of the droughts. Therefore, your personal or national and even global drought situation is nothing to him because, number one, he knows about it. Number two, he permits it to happen. Only put your trust in him and you will surely overcome your personal season of drought in Jesus name. And if I can hear you say amen to that, it will be great. Remember my brothers and sisters, what 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 13 to uh, 14 says. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague uh, among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Here you see that God is the one who allows the droughts in your life. But if only you would acknowledge this fact, then he has laid out for you and for me the steps that must be taken to overcome completely this crisis that we face. And that is to seek his face regardless of what popular opinion says. God said it, we believe it, and that settles it. To bring this podcast to a conclusion, it's important to bear in mind that Christ is always in our crisis and that every crisis brings to the fore the reality of the human existence and the need for all to consider the spiritual perspective of our existence as it impacts on the physical existence and how each depends on the other. Going forward, my brothers and sisters, our lives should be saturated with serving God each moment that we can and while we still have the breath of life. The man Christ Jesus encountered many personal seasons of droughts when he walked the earth, yet he was always able to defeat each of them because he depended only on what proceeds from the mouth of God. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you today for this podcast and for as many that have listened to this podcast. I ask, O Lord, that you intervene in the life of many who may be going through their own personal seasons of drought, that you will deliver, that you will bring us out, that you will provide all that is needed, O God, to overcome this period. And I thank you, Lord, for resetting your church again so that we can become what you want us to be. All of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and soon coming King. Amen.
We're a body. We're an army. An army of ordinary people. A kingdom where love is the key. A city alike to the nations. Heirs of the promise are we. A people whose life is in Jesus. A nation together we stand. Only through grace are we worthy. Inheritors of the land, a new day is dawning, a new age to come. When the children of promise shall flow together as one, a truth long neglected, but the time has now come. Children of promise shall flow together as one. A people without recognition within the destiny seen. Called to a heavenly vision, and his purpose shall be fulfilled. Abandon ourselves to the King And His love shall be ours forever This victory song we shall Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.